In the public bathroom system, graffiti-based offences are considered especially intriguing. In Melbourne, the dedicated detectives who investigate these sick-ass felonies are members of an elite squad known as Good Graft. These are their stories. In Melbourne, the detectives... <laughs> <laughs> that part's hard. I just want to go for a walk. That, like, Just a little walk. That would be so nice. <laughs> Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just strange. And there's four of us in this house. It's just like, it's becoming like, I don't know, you just like walk through the lounge room, you're like you see like the same people. You're like, hey, so what are you up to? No one's doing anything. We're all just like sort of wandering <laughs> around the house. And then we'll like bump into each other like, what are you up to? And they're like, nothing. What are you doing? And then we'll just like walk in somewhere else. <laughs> no one's doing anything. At the start, we were all kind of trying to be productive. Now we're just like wandering around aimlessly. <laughs> it's like um i think i saw this on a tiktok where it's like you know in video games where there's just like weird idle townsfolk yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's us. That yeah. us yes <laughs> totally we've only been programmed to have like one purpose we like yeah. walk around like that <laughs> you just okay. wait for the main character to come through yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i guess i'll make another cup of tea <laughs> i've been watching so many um like shark videos like sh shark attack survival videos this why week. i don't know there's a guy who like got attacked by two great white sharks at the same time and Whoa. now he will only surf in the arctic <laughs> i stopped surfing you know one time i was on holiday with my family and we, we were in new south wales and we went out on these big rocks there's like these rocks that stick out into the water and um we used to always go out on these rocks, but on this day, I was swimming in the water and I saw there was heaps of people standing out on the rocks. The rocks go like a hundred meters out to see like a point kind of thing. There's heaps of people standing on them. So I went out there and there was a whale dying like on the rocks. Like it was like, just like lying <laughs> on the rocks. Like, eh. and how crazy is, this is one of the stupidest things I've ever done. Like I was just watched it die for a while. Everyone was just sort of watching it die. It was really sad. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go home. But instead of walking through like back up through the rocks, I just dived in like next to the whale and swam in from there. And I got onto the beach and my sister was like, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. That's fine. Isn't it? And there was four tiger sharks like eating the whale when I dived in, <laughs> they were all like underneath it and no one had seen them. But like on the news that night, it was like, yeah, there's four tiger sharks right now eating it. And I just dived in next to them. <laughs> How ridiculous oh is that? Oh my God. That's probably the stupidest thing I've ever done, I reckon. But I guess like the whale's already dead. Like the sharks are going to They're go so the preoccupied. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it's probably the safest time to swim, really. I wouldn't say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> That's so scary, Louis. You could be dead. I know. It was so dumb. And like with your family watching. Like, yeah, they were all just on the beach. I like came out of the water like, ah, oh, that was nice. I swam in from the dead whale. They were like, what? I just have this like, because um, I used to be really into sharks. I guess I still am, but like, especially when I worked at the aquarium, I'm really into like shark facts, but like now there's so many shark attacks, which is still like human error. Mm. Like the, it's our fault that the sharks are yeah, attacking yeah. us, but it's hard to like press that point. Yeah. Um, 
And now, and I don't know how to, I set a Google alert for like shark attacks in Australia. And now I swear to God, every like week I go on be like, man in his thirties has died. And also like, I remember when they started being, when I was like just 20 years old and I would hear something in the news where they'd be like, woman of, at 20 died. And I'm like, girl, still girl. Still <laughs> <Yeah>. girl. <laughs> like, man. 18 year old man died. Man. I'm like, I know. Calm down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. It's so a young. kid. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It usually is because, like me, because they're idiots or like they're, you know, they just swim in weird spots or whatever. It's oh, usually I mean, young people. I think that, like, yeah. And it's also like the sharks just don't have any food. It's yeah, real sad. Totally, totally, they're just like yeah. trying to come to us because we've got the bait. And the legs. <laughs> but they never eat all of us. The, no, they just they have, have a taste. Them. They just yeah. have a little taste. Yeah. And they're like, yucky. So. And it, yeah. They, yeah. It's going to get worse, isn't it? Because they're just going to have less and less food. But you know what the real issue is? Sea jellies. Really? Yeah. Because, or jellyfish, because the, um, the ocean is getting warmer that's the perfect temperature oh. for jellyfish to breed in so there's oh. jellyfish that you would only find in like certain parts of northern queensland that this jellyfish is like sometimes deadly but most of the time you can recover i can't remember what it's called but one of the symptoms is impending doom oh my god and now they're like <laughs> <laughs> they're finding them in victoria Oh and there's God. jellyfish everywhere because also like the fish and the sea turtles, like the only kinds of fish that can eat them are like parrotfish and sea turtles. And they're all like so they're not there. verging on extincts. Mm. So nothing's eating them. So there's just, and sea jellies also because of all the plastic in the ocean, there's more surfaces for them to like lay their eggs on. Yeah. They're laying anyway. their eggs on plastic. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> hold on. <laughs> A symptom of getting stung by one of these jellyfish is that you feel impending, impending doom. doom. Are you serious? Yeah. What yeah. The What's fuck? the name of it? Oh my god! Like this, there's a story of this like young girl in Queensland who was like, um, talking to her, like she got stung by one, and um, she like turned to her mum in the ambulance and was like, "Well, may as well let it go." Oh my god! Like, may as well die. <laughs> So isn't it funny that as climate change gets worse, our our global sense of impending doom will grow and grow, but then also on top of that, it'll be multiplied by the impending doom we all get by getting stung by yeah. these fish, which is a result of climate change. It's like exactly. that inception. It's like impending doom inside <laughs> impending doom. It's like yes. layers of impending doom. You have to plan impending hope inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, are there any like octopuses or something that give you <laughs> impending hope? That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. A little bit. A little puffer fish or something that gives you impending <laughs> hope. <laughs> the jelly's called the irukunji and it's they've got a test tube. It's in a test tube that's this big and it's like a little dot. So really? it's tiny. So it's tiny. Oh, yeah, that's so. not what I was picturing at all. You thought it'd be big. Worse. Yeah, it's it's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, but we'll figure it out, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good optimism. <laughs> Would you like to go first? Yeah, you went first last time. I'll do this one. Um, so, Lewis, 
you sent me um, some graffiti from, I want to say, a bathroom. Yep, that, that would be correct. Yep. And based on like the cleanliness, I certainly hope it's not a kitchen. Can I um, just pause for one second? Oh I my can't God, have to. quite remember the graffiti that I sent you. Are you able to send it through on the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I remember it. I remember it. I totally remember it. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, in a bathroom. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I, I assume a bathroom. Somebody has tagged the word crass. I'm actually seeing that for the first time. Kind of wish I had seen that um, before I started writing, but interesting. I did not pick up on that. No, I'm crass. literally, yeah. I wonder if, like, in a couple thousand years time assuming that we're still alive we were just talking about climate change before and jellyfish that cause impending <laughs> doom when they sting yeah. you which is a real thing that jordan's just informed me of what the i fuck? know it's so fucked oh my god don't i could i could truly go down a wormhole of like jellyfish <laughs> stuff it's so upsetting everybody's worried about like losing fish and i'm like what about Gaining the yeah, wrong kind. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, so it says crass up the top, and it's just like there's a whole load of tagging and stuff around. And yeah, if they you know how we like look at ancient Egyptian, like, I want, what's the right word for it? Where it's like the hieroglyphics. Like, hieroglyphics. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. yeah whatever <laughs> i studied history for a semester <laughs> whatever somebody can read wow <laughs> very impressive um the hieroglyphics i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly um you know people have like um like degrees and like unpacking all of that and like figuring out what it all means i wonder if like in a thousand years time they'll be looking at these the way that people tag in toilets and they're like this is how they communicate it wow that's so interesting i'm sure they will be i think so too i hope so um but it's it's sorry it's just a weird it's a weird to think that will they be doing that or will they be looking at all our like twitter feeds and like you know like will that be like the historical like look at the way they used to yell at each other on twitter yeah, I wonder. I mean, like, I guess I just don't think that our, our like, devices are that um, powerful against water damage. That's so true. Whereas I, I think that a Sharpie is. Yeah, yeah. Sharpies are so powerful, so strong. <laughs> Sharpies are. Um, and this is written in Sharpie, in a black Sharpie, and you'll be able to see a picture um, if you head to our Instagram and there's this like frowny face it's two circles they're not colored in so the eyes are like looks like someone's about to draw the pupils but then just hasn't so it's just two big blank eyes um and a frown that is like a real frown a real like florence pew in midsummer like hitting it hard something bad is about to happen um and pointing from that frowny face is bring back trump <laughs> which is a sentiment I think we can all agree on. Oh, absolutely. And it's so simple, so direct, you know? In yes. these times of trial and tribulation, like what does the world need? And you can just, with three words, you can just tell everyone what exactly what we need. Bring back 
Trump. Yeah. Um, now, I, I mean, the good thing about having Trump is that you could just be like, wow, this guy is bad. <laughs> In this life of uncertainty, it's like nice to have something that you're sure of. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wow, Lewis. Wow, 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 wow. What I found. I oh, just, my God. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's start from the beginning it's a very good place to start mm-hmm. um it's this is a story of a guy called joe blow and yeah, yeah obviously he got bullied a lot for his name in yeah. high school he's like just never been good at making friends never been good at being social he kind of leaves high school and becomes one of those like you know those like guys that were super nerdy in high school and then they suddenly become like kind of gym bros but with engineering degrees Totally, yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird human, you know, because they they didn't they they would have been ostracized by the gym community when they were a bit younger, but then when mm-hmm. they get a little bit older, they find their way in that world. Yeah, it's a bizarre thing, and then they also kind of like have this like sense of like self righteousness of like, well, I deserve things because I. I'm hot now. (laughs) I did it. And they've got the anger of not being uh, socially, like they didn't have any social currency when they were younger. And that's like always played on their mind a bit. So now that they do, they're like kind of still got the bitter energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what Joe Blow has. And he's like, he's got this kind of like bitter energy that he carries around with him, but he is like a good guy. Um, he's just consuming the wrong media, you know, he's getting sucked into sort of like the right wing side of um, the algorithm. Mm. He's like carries um, 12 reasons to live or whatever that um, Jordan Peterson, <laughs> that book, Jordan is. Peterson book. Yeah. That book is such a, uh, <laughs> <Good> God. <book. laughs> it's such a good read. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever read it, but fuck, it's good, Jordan. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> What's it about, Lewis? <laughs> it's about, I don't know. It's about like cleaning your room and shit, isn't it? Is yeah. it about that? Fuck, I yeah. hate that guy so much. But I don't, I, I haven't spent the time to like listen to him talk because I can't stand him or to like read any of his stuff for long enough that I can properly articulate why I hate him. So when people do like him, they always know him inside out and they like, you know, they have so much to say and blah, blah, blah. And I can never counter their arguments properly because I haven't spent the time. Do you know what I mean? I'd really love yeah. to just have 12 reasons why I hate Jordan Peterson. Maybe I'll write that. Yeah. Book. I mean, absolutely. If you're willing to, like, dedicate your time to it. like <laughs> <laughs> It's a good cause. I just, and yeah, and I think the hard thing is that I just don't care. So it's, yeah. like, hard to, like, even, like, Joe Rogan, um, thoughts and prayers in this difficult time he has just been diagnosed with COVID but like even with him I'm like I actually don't know like I, I, I don't even know enough about him to have an opinion I just know that like he's just become this kind of cultural symbol he really has <laughs> like, these bros these like ripped engineers um that's so exactly that's what, like, what he is <laughs> he's the mascot of the ripped engineer wow. yes Really, um but he yeah so joe blow has like fully gone into that like side of he like 
is mean to his mom, even though his mom was always like, if you make your bed, you'll feel better. But he had to like read it in a book to like <laughs> find yeah. that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so he's, but he does like, he's one of those guys where it's like, oh, you're just like getting sucked into this place from like isolation. I think you're a good person. Anyway, he, he just keeps like proposing to people as well. Like he just like, because he's so starved of love and attention that like whenever he dates someone, he just proposes to them like way too early on. It's how always many, weird. How many proposals has he done? Six or seven. Whoa, six or seven. Yeah. And okay, not one yeah. of them has said yes. Oh and like, God. they've all said like, no, straight away. See, I've yeah. always thought if someone, and he does them publicly as well. Um, that was going to be my next question, which is, I'm really against the public proposal. I, I'm pro public proposals for me to watch on YouTube, but <laughs> <laughs> like, against them, like for myself, I think that would yeah. just be, and I think you would just say yes. I always imagine that I would just say yes to be like, but I don't want to make a scene. Totally, yeah. So let's just say yes, and then I'll say no later on. Yeah. But every single one of them says no in this like public manner, and he's like, <laughs> he's gone from like like proposing at a football stadium to like this final proposal number six or seven. He's literally lost track. Um, he's proposing in a food court in Chadston. It was like some like I know you love Nando's, so I brought yeah. you here. Yeah. She was like, I do love Nando's, but I don't want to get proposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Nando's. Um and that unfortunately gets filmed and an asshole like me is watching it on YouTube and he just mm-hmm. like can't live it down. He's just he's gone viral for getting rejected again. Yeah, um, and so I he, think with these with these Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson what are they called? Engin- engineering bros or whatever. Yeah, engineering gym bros. <laughs> engineering gym bros. I think for engineering gym bros, often rejection is like, it like uh, galvanizes their, their like Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson energy. You know what I mean? It's like with every rejection, they go further into that wormhole, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, it's not too soon that they're just, like, straight up consuming, like, Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Um, So that's, like, where he's headed, and then he kind of, this proposal rejection again really throws him, and he joins the military um, because he's like, well, I'll find solace there. Um, And he actually does really well in the military, probably because of his um, strict gym regime kind of <laughs> works well yeah. in what yeah. I imagine the military does, <laughs> um, which is a lot. Um, and he uh, ends up moving to a secret faction of the military, which deals with like um, aliens, like artificial intelligence, not intelligence, oh. artificial yeah. friends. What are they yeah. called? Uh, Let's go with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, terrest- extraterrestrial. Is that what we're looking for? There's a there's a term. Yeah, like UFOs, like that UFOs, kind of yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, Station Fifty One yeah, or yeah, Area yeah. Fifty One. Area Fifty One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that part. That's where he's working. He's in that yeah. field. Yeah. Um, and he is then like 
put into their like spy um, area and he has to go into this spaceship that they've found with these aliens and he has to pretend that he's an alien and sort of infiltrate them from there. So um, what ends up happening is similar to, it's like if the film Avatar met the film um, She's All That. So he has to go. Which one? Sorry, which one? She's all that. What happens in that one? She's all that is um, shocked you haven't uh, seen it. I think I have. I just need a refresher. I think I have. It's like one of those classic bet movies where, like, the jockey guy Freddie Prince Jr. um, goes in a bet with the guy from Fast and the Furious that he can turn this ugly girl, and like, (laughs) the twist is she's not ugly. She's not. This was a real theme in the early 2000s. Yeah. Imagine if the hot girl was ugly. (laughs) That was like the premise of a lot of movies in like 2004, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. And the joke, I mean, and they do this and there's a parody of the um, movie called like uh, Not Another Teen Movie, but the joke is that like all she has is like glasses and a ponytail. (laughs) And they're like literally like, imagine if we took those glasses off. Like I was like watching the movie the other day, as you can tell. Um, and I was like, this girl is like actually just hot. Like even without the glasses, like, she's just hot. Like there's no, I don't believe in my mind that she attended a regular high school and everybody was like literally revolted by her. <laughs> it was so disgusted by her. Anyway, so he's in that situation where like. He has to go be Avatar in the way that he like has. He looks like an alien, acts like an alien, and he's on this spaceship with them. Um, so he's undercover, like, is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and he just finds his community, like after years of feeling like exiled amongst humans and like desperately trying to find his group. He finally finds his group on this Whoa. spaceship, and like it's getting to like. Like they have like a prom on the spaceship. It's this big dance. <laughs> and he's like, he's invited this alien girl that he like is like obsessed with. And this is like the she's all that scene. He's about to get crowned prom king. And then somebody like one of the aliens comes through and is like, here's the receipts. You are a spy. You're a human. They find out. Um, and he gets like piffed out of the, um, out of the spaceship now this is all happening during like trump's presidency and like he keeps getting like having these one-on-one phone calls with trump and really confides in him and they kind of have this like bizarre friendship what he doesn't realize is that trump is actually just using him to avoid facing journalists um and doing his job so he's just a scapegoat for trump and he he comes back down to earth um and he can't get in contact with trump because the elections just happened joe biden's in joe biden has cut the area 51 stuff they've released all those documents you know famously yeah. at the start of this year they released yeah. all their information on ufos and the whole operation is um is cut down so he's never going to see those people again he's never going to be able to apologize to them um cut to six months later he's drunk he's back in his hometown everyone's like there's joe blow 
he sucks. He's a loser again. He's a loser again. A loser again. And he goes, he's in the, um, in a bar by himself and somebody else has drawn this sad face with the two circly eyes, but it actually looks a lot like the aliens. Oh my God. And he's just like, bring back Trump. That's when everything was oh good. God. So the little sad, just the frowny face, it resembles the aliens and maybe like reminds him of his alien girlfriend that he had to yeah. leave at prom. Yeah. 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 And what happens next, you won't believe, he writes Bring Back Trump um, and it turns out that she, his alien girlfriend, had like gone to Earth and done that like as a symbol <gasps> of like, hey, oh I'm still thinking gosh. about you. Oh he gets God. like sucked like up into the spaceship <laughs> and he's like, Sorry, just hearing what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> he gets sucked back up into the spaceship um, and they're all there and it's like this big conference and he's on this stage and they're like, hey, like just so you, we know you're torturing yourself on planet Earth and we feel really bad and we want you to know that we forgive you but we will not forget. Like you can't Whoa. come back here, you can't have it the way it was because you betrayed us but just move on with your life. And then they send him back down and he straightens up and goes back to the gym and surely jordan like after he's had this whole experience i'm thinking you know he's he's literally met aliens he's been left by this alien girl at the prom he's been best friends with trump over a long period of time he would mm. be the ideal guest on the joe rogan podcast and surely that's in the on the cards yeah it's funny that you bring that up he's actually been lined up to guest on the joe rogan podcast with um miley cyrus and he's been a huge fan of miley for years so this is actually just like such a nice little moment for him wow that's so yeah. beautiful oh yeah. my god so is he gonna is he you know how he was getting into like the sort of real right wing sort of shit is mm. he gonna get back into that or has you know his experience of because like a lot of right wing stuff is about like, um, you know, people from other countries being other or whatever, or stuff like that. But now he's literally met like otherworldly things and formed a connection with him, with them and with that girl and stuff. They're actual aliens. Has that made him like more accepting of other cultures on earth or no? Yeah, absolutely. And he's kind of come through the other side of it. And he's really like proud to say like, hey, like I was where you were, fellas. And here I am now. I have a long distance alien girlfriend who isn't talking to me and I <laughs> feel better. And he's a better person for it. So he is kind of like, he's taken on board like that. Um, there's other things in the world and he doesn't have to be so frightened of things changing and new ideas and, mm. and stuff like that. Um, but I think that the main reason he's kind of moved away from that is because he had some hobbies. He had some shit to do. Yeah, true, true. He didn't need to get sucked into that shit. He was, he was finally living. Yeah. 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 At last. Wow. That's a really beautiful story. And I hope that, a lot of people can take inspiration from Joe Blow and his journey. I think they will. I, I mean, you can't not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's pretty remarkable. <laughs> it's real. I will say that there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of chat online about whether this story is real or not. I oh, are really? on the side of real, 
Um, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people say that Joe um, was uh, was not in space with these mm. aliens, and that like where there would be more repercussions, and that the technology for him to be able to spy as an alien is, doesn't exist yet, and all that mm. stuff. And there's always going to be skeptics, isn't there? Well, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a believer. I'm absolutely a believer in Joe's story. Yeah, I yeah. do. I I believe Joe. Yeah. I believe Joe. Believe women. Believe Joe. <laughs> yeah, they're one and the same. Those yeah. two. <laughs> if you're gonna believe women, believe Joe. Oh, you're gonna believe Joe. <laughs> so, um, is that is that is that the end of Joe's story? Um. Yes so yeah. far i mean well yeah. i mean he's become somewhat of a public figure so you'll probably mm. see him around but um that's the end of his story so far particularly with the aliens they really <laughs> said no yeah they, they don't want him to hang out with them anymore no yeah yeah oh well that's exciting for him i'm really happy for joe um you sent me a piece of graffiti last week that you wanted me to uncover um the yeah. mysteries of and i'm pretty sure you sent me the one with all the band stickers yeah all the, all the stickers yep so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a bathroom again i think classic bathroom tiled walls um and there's lots of stickers everywhere and then in green i'd say it's a sharpie as well i'm gonna say it's a sharpie this podcast could be like a sponsored by sharp we should try get sharpie um, the brand to sponsor us <laughs> i'd love nothing more oh my god i did i just ordered a whole lot of Sharpies legit because I'm like, I'm going to start coloring in. You know, have your adult coloring in books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start doing that too. I'm gonna, yeah, oh my God. Got to do something. I need to like Definitely. just get off my phone. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this green Sharpie, it says, it says, cats prove us that we love those who treat us like shit. And then there's a little exclamation mark. Cats prove us that we love those who treat us like shit. Yeah. Cats prove us. <laughs> I'm say it one more time. Cats prove us that we love those who treat us like shit. <laughs> wow. I have, like, cats are tenants, you know? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. They, yeah, I'm, I think this is, like, such a true sentiment. And I think it... it um, it highlights like a really a really human thing of sort of um being uh, you know when you're when you're like you really want to be friends with someone and you just adore them and it's almost like stop Lewis come on <laughs> I yeah. agree to do this podcast <laughs> exactly exactly like this dynamic where you're mean to me but even yeah. though you treat me like shit I'm still like ah I still love the cat <laughs> even though she's so mean to me now I get it I wasn't yeah. sure but thank you now I get it yes I do know that dynamic <laughs> and this is very much like true to that this this graffiti and and, and the circumstances in which it was written is very true to that mm. the first thing I noticed was the fact that they wrote cats prove us instead of cats prove to us that we love those who treat us like shit and to me that just 
reeks of someone who was in a very emotional state when they wrote this. They just needed to get it out. They were just, yeah. oh, cats prove us this thing. So I did some digging. And I found out it was it was emotional. It was it was it was. A, I just like, did some digging, found some bones yeah. in a tough lockdown. I'm so sorry. That's the worst thing I've ever said. That's the worst thing I've ever said. You were doing some digging. Tell me what yeah. you found. I'm in quarantine. I'm I'm I could do some digging in my backyard. I'm running out of things to do. Mm. Um, cats prove us that we love those who treat us like shit. This story begins with a share house, a share house of young guys, like quite young, like 21 years old sort of thing. Three young guys, Woody, Steve and Rick. And Woody, he was always in the friendship group with Steve and Rick. He was always, and this is quite common with young men, I think. It's like they're all good friends and they love each other. But for whatever reason, and no one would even be able to put their finger on why it is this way, the jokes tend to make fun of Woody. Like whatever they're having a laugh about, often the thing that gets teased or whatever is Woody, something about Woody. And Woody's a real punching bag. He's a punching bag. And that would be fine if Steve and Rick were also punching bags, but it's one of those things where that's all good. They joke about Woody, but then as soon as Woody's like, yeah, and Steve, you've got a shit haircut. Like no one finds it funny. Steve and Rick are both just like, oh, good one, Woody, you fucking idiot. So it's not reciprocal at all. And that's why it's 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 a bit sad for Woody, you know? And he doesn't know how to figure this out because he's sort of being bullied, but he's been bullying, he's being bullied by people he loves and by people who sort of love him in a way. But that's the nature of the friendship. Anyway, Woody, one thing that he finds solace in is the the neighbor has a cat called Tammy and it's a beautiful little black cat cat and it's called Tammy and it always comes over to their house and he pats her and he gives it milk Woody he's like a really caring guy and he's like puts the milk out for Tammy oh, have this is why he's milk. getting bullied yeah, so, I think I'm just realizing that now <laughs> I mean yeah that is a lot of the time Steve and Rick are like oh you're gonna put the milk out for Tammy you fucking loser you know like that's <laughs> They, they literally bully him about this very thing now yeah, that I yeah, think about yeah. it. But Woody doesn't mind. He just keeps nurturing this cat because he's got a really nice bond with this cat. Anyway, one day the three housemates decide they want to get chickens. They want to get chickens in their backyard and they, they sort of want them so that they can have eggs, but no, more it's just like, it'll be funny if we get chickens. So mm. they do. They get three chickens, right? And they sort of say to each other, let's all have one chicken. So we'll name all the chickens, one for each housemate. And the chickens all have uh, defining features so they can tell them apart. They've got three chickens. One is called Delilah, one's called Samantha, and one's called Cynthia. And Cynthia is Woody's chicken. And yeah. Woody, like, he's just got a thing. Like, he's really good with animals. He, he loves this chicken, just like he loves Tammy the cat. He absolutely loves it. He's just so sweet to it, so nurturing to it. He forms a real bond with his chicken, Cynthia. So one day, it's a Sunday night, and they're all having wines. It's about four in the afternoon, four, four or five in the evening, and they're playing a game of Scrabble inside, right? This really does sound very similar to... Um... A, a group of uh, boys that are in lockdown together now in quarantine, maybe. <laughs> Be like, let's get some chicken. Let's have a wine at four and play Scrabble. 
<laughs> I mean, familiar. I, yeah, it's it's weird. Like it's weird how sometimes when you're doing this investigative sort of journalism, how the stories you uncover often have such strong links to your own life for whatever reason yeah yeah, yeah. like it's almost yeah. seems like same. you're making the story up yeah true same with yours <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're obviously having an interesting lockdown over there say that much i'm filling you in off record oh my god um so they're all playing scrabble and as normal thing for a bunch of fellas to do exactly and as per Steve and Rick are bagging Woody, you know, oh, Woody, you're so shit at spelling. You're so bad at Scrabble. Like, what word's that? Dog. Like, you fucking suck. It's not even a triple letter score on that word. Like, just that sort of stuff. All of a sudden, Jordan, they hear a bit of commotion from the chicken coop, right? Bit of noise. Oh, oh. No, what's going on? Oh, my God, my heart they, is racing. They go down to the chicken coop. They get there and the most horrible thing has happened. Cynthia the chicken her body there's feathers everywhere her body is ripped up it's in several pieces and her head is in the mouth of Tammy the cat Tammy, oh my God. Tammy has just destroyed Cynthia killed killed Cynthia the chicken and it's very brutal it's very sad and Woody's standing there going what the fuck this cat that I love has killed this chicken that I love this cat has treated me like shit in this moment. And he runs away and he leaves the house at that second. He leaves the house and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he runs to a pub and he starts drinking straight Jamison, just smashing them back, Jamison after Jamison. Jesus. And he, yeah, he's, he's, he's having a wobble. He's having a real wobble. He texts all his housemates saying, I'm not living with you anymore. I'm moving out. You all treat me like shit. A few more hours pass, more Jamison, more Jamison, more Jamison. And he, he looks at his phone and he starts looking at an app to find new housemates and he's scrolling through it and he's getting drunker and drunker. And he realizes as he's browsing through the other housemates that even though Steve and Rick treat him like shit, even though they treat him like absolute shit, he loves them. And he goes into the bathroom and he writes it on the wall in his drunken state, cats prove us that we love those who treat us like shit because Tammy the cat and this whole journey has taught him that even though Steve and Rick are mean to him, he loves them. And whether that's toxic or whatever, he can't help it. And he wants to stay living with these guys and he goes home and they all hug. And the next day they treat him like shit again, but he doesn't mind because he's like, these are my friends. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Mm. So, Mm. two things yeah <laughs> you gotta keep your cats inside yes i know <laughs> or put a bell on it you know although you that probably it. wouldn't have even helped would that help with a chicken or with the, like, would, the chicken I, yeah were the chickens like in the coop yeah they were in the coop but you know woody steve and rick had prayed made a pretty makeshift coop like they just sort of knocked it up themselves it was pretty shit. yeah yeah that's true that's true i mean like it might have helped it might have helped alert Woody, but mm, yeah. I mean, who knows? My dog killed a cat, and that was. <laughs> and I don't think a bell would have helped the cat. <laughs> no, I do not think so. <laughs> to be fair, and this is also like fair to the cat, you know, a cat is a cat. Yeah. They can't, yeah. like, they're going to chase after chickens, they're going to do it. Yeah, um, yeah and, a, and a dog is a dog. 
and a dog is a dog. That is that is very true. Did you know the um, cat? Did you know whose cat it was? No, we it was Chip, and we took it to the vet, and the vet was like, "I have their number. Do you want to call them, or do you want me to call them?" And what I was did like, you "I say? think you should call." <laughs> yeah, them. good choice. Hey? <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? What would you even say? <laughs> it's so it's like wild how and I feel really bad for family and all that but it is wild how quickly our dog killing a cat went from like traumatizing to hilarious <laughs> <laughs> how quickly like, are we talking like minutes for me two days <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds about right I reckon that sounds about right yeah <laughs> um yeah Oofed. Anyway, um, and also because my dog is, is was at the time so overweight that it was just like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, I'm getting, I'm getting sidetracked here. So where's where is Woody like right now? Oh my god, I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard of the actor Woody Harrelson? Shut. Um, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yep. And you know how, like, a lot of people think Woody Harrelson's a great actor, and a lot of people think that, you know, in some of his roles, he seems so tormented and, and he's so good at playing a role where he can sort of, you know, he's like often a cool guy in his roles, like yeah. with a southern drool and stuff, but often he'll break down. Like, he'll, like, in True Detective, he has like a few moments where he has real wobbles and he's just like, becomes a mess and he's drawing on the energy that he that he found living in this share house he's drawing on the pain that steve and rick brought into his life and this particular incident with tammy the cat killing his chicken you know he said in interviews woody harrelson said if it wasn't for that cat killing that chicken i would never have gotten into acting that's that's what wow. led me down this path yeah i thought the center of like him finding that stuff for acting was because his dad was a murderer um but maybe it's the chickens no, i think it's i'm pretty sure it's the chickens i'm pretty sure like the murder yeah maybe that might have come into it a bit but i'm pretty sure it was the chickens yeah. i think so too now that i think i'm actually gonna fact check myself here because i'm like 80 percent sure his dad was a murderer but i could be oh very God, wrong that's insane that's yeah. crazy murder um so he's okay so woody is doing really well right now he's doing great he's killing and he's it. also like yeah and he's been a vegan yeah yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely and that was the thing you know that started um at, at this time and you know how i said when they got the chickens they weren't really gonna eat the eggs of the chickens well steve and rick were steve and rick wanted to eat the eggs but when they got the chickens woody specifically said I'm not getting these chickens so that I can eat eggs. I'm a vegan. I literally just want a chicken because I want it to be my friend. And that's how much he cared about Cynthia, the chicken. It, there was no gain from him. Like he wasn't getting any eggs out of it. He just loved the chicken as a friend. So oh, I heard all the more when it was mauled by this cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats prove us that <laughs> something. That we love those who treat us like shit. Yeah. Maybe like maybe it's not so grammatically incorrect because you know how some people like they prove us. <laughs> Wait, no, it is. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like it, it is grammatically incorrect, but it's almost 
more powerful than being grammatically correct in a way. I don't yeah. know. There's something more, uh, it like hits harder because it's like cats prove us that we treat, love those who treat us like shit. It's yeah. like a cat's hiss almost. Yeah, yeah. Cats prove us. <laughs> so Charles Boyd Harrelson was an American hitman. Oh my an organized God. crime figure oh who was convicted God. of assassinating federal judge John Wood, the first oh federal God. judge to be killed in the 20th century. Oh my, holy fuck. I, I'm, I don't know why I'm acting surprised. I obviously came across this. As oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I knew all this already. But it, yeah, it is, it's funny. It is quite irrelevant to the, to the <laughs> cat story. And the, like, it sounds like a massive thing and it sounds like, maybe that would have been a huge influential factor leading mm. Woody into acting and becoming the man he is. But from the research I've done, it seems like this cat incident was actually a much more impactful thing in his life than his dad well, being a hitman. It's funny how life works sometimes, mm. you know, like sometimes you think like the biggest, most traumatic thing will be the thing that plays on your mind. And sometimes it's like injuries, yeah. like, you'll slip a disc just getting up out of a chair exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Like the littlest thing like the weightlifting yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> um wow 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 what an amazing story lewis and woody harrelson yeah I know. <laughs> I know it's gonna change the way you look at all his films now isn't it like it's just it's always i know for me it's always going to be in the back of my mind when i'm watching yeah. woody harrelson film oh fuck yeah and woody if you're listening reach out yeah, yeah, DM us. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a bit anti-vax or he's just he like, really? I think he's like, I'm going to get vaccinated, but I don't want anyone else to or something. Wow. <laughs> he's a bit um, Guy Sebastian. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal when it clearly yes. is. <laughs> um, I have a thing for you a graffiti mm -hmm. for you to research right yep. now yep okay so um this is disgusting what i'm about to show Whoa. you it okay. really and i'm curious to see how you feel about this <laughs> i'm gonna send it to you on instagram <laughs> i saw this and was like I found it on the internet because unfortunately we're still in lockdown. So no public toilets mm. for us. Mm. Um, it just really was like quite visceral. Um, very sensual experience <laughs> just reading it. No, I think, okay. I think I've played it up a little bit, but have a look and then just describe oh, it. No, it's it's gross. <laughs> oh. I don't like um, it at all. <laughs> but I had to find something Lewis and I just found it then I okay I the only thing right. is I can't read the last two words can you read those lowered something lowered hand lowered oh my god <laughs> that makes it so much worse but I think that there's oh, gonna be a good story behind it I think it. so for sure so what Jordan this sent is me so is a gross. photo this is the worst one it's a simple this piece of graffiti and it's oh, it's on a blank canvas like they've obviously done this in a bathroom where there's not much other graffiti which sort of mm -hmm. makes it worse it's just a white wall and very clear capital letters, black sharpie. It says all turds over six inches, 
must be hand lowered. <laughs> I actually want to vomit. Like it's so gross. I feel so bad for giving this to you, but I want to know why. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you did. Like this is, I mean, this is part of the job. We don't always love it. It's not always fun in games. It's no. sometimes it's fucked up. <laughs> I've got one for you. I'm going to uh, send it to you now. It's not okay. nearly as disgusting as that. Um, I genuinely am like, I should have picked something else. It's quite, <laughs> my, mine's quite weird. I actually like don't really, yeah, I don't know what you're going to find about it. It's, it's quite strange, I reckon. I think I've just sent it to you now. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So this is curious. I reckon we should also do just sidetracking. We should do a special episode on like, weird ads in toilets because yeah. i feel like that advertising space is so curious Definitely. because i feel like when i went to university i there was the same ads there when i graduated in 2014 and i went back there in the city because now university is just like and another toilet in the city that you can go to if you yeah. <laughs> and i went there like when things were open this year and the same ad was there. Yeah, that's weird. It's Do you remember funny. what the ad is? Yeah, it's like a, it's for Beyond Blue. And it's like this girl reaching out to a friend, like being like, I'm here for you. And she's wearing an owl necklace. Which There's just... always Beyond Blue ads in toilets. And I remember one time I went into a toilet and I was going to talk, it was at a comedy gig and I was going to talk about this on stage, but I thought maybe it would not go well. But there was a, there was a, <laughs> What was it? There was an ad um, on the like at the urinal, like so you're pissing, and right in front of you to your left, there's one that's like about male suicide, and it's for Beyond Blue, and it's like this many men kill themselves a month or whatever. And just to the right of it, there was another one about domestic violence by a different organisation, like a different charity, and that had a stat about how many men kill women. And like, it was almost like, well, if you take away the suicide one, maybe it'll make the one on the right even worse, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, maybe there's some sort of equilibrium here because you're on my left, you're saying that too many men are killing themselves, but on my right, you're saying too many men are killing women. If we take out, if less men, you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, well, yeah. maybe one of those stats will get even more unbalanced if we, like when you take yeah. a predator out of the, the jungle or whatever, you know, you throw out the, the natural order there seems to be order. no no I hear you. there seems to be a clear cause and a clear symptom exactly you know? yeah and i was just standing there pissing like this doesn't fit who put these right next to each other it's bad placement <laughs> i didn't even think about like urinals having the ads because they're always on like the back of toilets for me yeah <laughs> so often there'll be like heaps lined up against the urinals with lots of different ones right in front of oh my you. god we used to we had a thing in um year nine called civics week where i don't know if i've told you this story before because it is relevant to like good graph um a friend of the pod and fellow comedian on a wolf and i went to high school together and there for civics week honor was like the head of hickman house one of the houses at school and was like all the houses were different political parties running for like government right and um her poster was her with a thumbs up and like her mouth open just being like hey and they were plastered on urinals and the boys were just like aims like this oh, in a mouth no. oh, no. <laughs> and they were, like had this like tagline that was like on a bus on a train on a tram i'm on a wolf <laughs> 
still so funny. But yeah, <laughs> so, unfortunate. But... I mean, I'm fortunate and um, but not unexpected. Like if you put something like yeah. that in front of a bunch of teenage boys while they're pissing. Like yeah. teenage, you can't trust teenage boys. They're going to yeah. do that. And I really think it like gave um, gave a backbone to to both of us, even me just observing, just being like, no matter what we do, someone is always going to try and piss in our mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. It truly doesn't matter where you are in your life. <laughs> um, so this is a like an empty ad space in the back of a toilet, um, and it says, "Be who you are, and say how you feel, because those who mind who don't." Oh, fuck, I already fucked it. <laughs> those who mind don't matter. And those who matter don't mind. Me, you. <laughs> just says, like, yeah. just like... I think something's I think been rubbed out. Something's been rubbed out. There's a weird, strained frog bald man. <laughs> yep. And then it says... And the strained bald frog man has a speech bubble that says, run all your relationships with dogged insincerity oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part that's sort of why i sent it <laughs> whoa that's a big word for me to say <laughs> and then down the bottom something else has been rubbed out the plastic has kind of melted away there's some mm. hot chips coming out of yeah. the toilet <laughs> and it just says in red struth yeah yeah Wow, wow, wow. There's a, There's a lot, lot to unpack, unpack here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There is, isn't there? So yeah. I'm really looking forward next week for you um, to, yeah, enlighten me as to what that all means. Well, yeah. And I, oh, God, I'm so sorry about the one that I sent you. <laughs> but the people need to know, Lewis. Yeah, I know, and I know. I, I know. trust your journalism. But yeah, I'm just going to have to get my hands dirty, aren't I? Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> yeah, I regretted saying that as soon as I said it, like almost while I was saying it. <laughs> Yucky! All right. Um, if you've got you. any, if you find any graffiti listeners and you'd like to send it to us, send it to our Instagram page, and we will dissect your graffiti for you as well. Yes, we look forward to it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye.